muffins in the oven yeah. one says to the other one geez it's getting hot in here yeah. and the other one goes ah, a talking muffin yeah <laughs> oh one two three four it's time for tom and ollie on triple m welcome to a ripper monday night yeah your mates tom and ollie hanging out with you right through to 10 o'clock stick around for the whole thing Nah, I'm all right. Uh, here's what's happening, Ollie. Me and my boyfriend's one year anniversary today. Oh, yeah. It's so nice. Yeah, you have it? mentioned it already, but sure, let's talk about That's it. That's cute. Is it? Have you seen my Instagram story, Ollie? No. Have oh. you seen my Instagram story? You promised story? that what you're going to On my s- personal page, at Tom Babridge, give me a like. You said, I've got something to discuss at the start yes. of the show. You said it wasn't about your anniversary. I'm just, I'm just saying I've received a lot of personal correspondence on my page about my Instagram story. Apparently, it's the cutest thing ever. Is it? How many Apparently. years? One year. Yeah, me and Sarah, eight. So come back to me when you've got Ooh. eight years. Ooh, stale relationship. <laughs> Too soon, mate. It's a Monday morning, a Monday oh, evening. Sorry, None mate. of that. Now, uh, I'm excited because as it is a Monday, Tom, we do... Ollie's crazy, carefully worded cryptic music challenge. A chance for you to hear me tell you a cryptic clue, but you can guess, if you're clever, you can work out what the band is that I'm talking about, or two bands, and you'll win yourself a key ring. Oh, so much love going around. Ollie, on the weekend I went to a wedding, but I've, I've cocked up. Oh, no, I no. think I might have ruined the bride and groom's big day. <laughs> That's huge. I'll let you know but what But if that... anyone can do it, <laughs> you're good. I'll let you know what that is up next. It's Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. Mr. Brightside, the killers on Triple M with Tom and Ollie. Uh, we're the boys that have questions. Th- thank you to Richard West for giving me a personal follow on my Instagram account. Uh, Tom Babbage, oh. who checked out my no, story no. of me and my no, boyfriend's uh, one-year anniversary. None of that. Tom. Ollie, a whole lot of love going on, though. On the weekend, I was at a wedding, which was lovely. Destination wedding. The destination, oh. middle of nowhere. I had to camp. <laughs> um. Wow. So take that, Craig. It was Craig's, yeah? Craig and Liz. Yeah, no invite. Go on your Craig. Ooh, both got beef. Both known. We've both known him the same amount of time. Yeah. I'm just uh, better friends I with him. I think he feels sorry for you. He knows you needed a win. I think I was a diversity. I was a diversity <laughs> invite. Really? It's like, so we could be that gay couple at the wedding. They needed a gay couple. They needed a gay couple. To, to say, yeah, yeah, it's okay. We've had the vote. It was, it was actually a, such a beautiful wedding. Uh, loved it. Great, re- great um, ceremony. Great reception. But I think I've ruined the wedding. How do you... I think I've ruined the wedding, Ollie. You didn't do an I object, obviously. No I object. They don't even ask that anymore, by the way. What if you do object? You just got to say it. You got to know when to say it. You got to <laughs> yeah. back yourself in. Uh, if you do object, you yeah. don't need someone to invite you to object either. If you, if you yeah. have an objection, you <laughs> will just true. say it. That's true. But and why would you do it at the wedding if you're going to object? Mm. Do it before. Cinematic though, isn't it? Oh, it's good. But I didn't, I didn't do the object. You know the wishing well? Yep. So the wishing so, well is you don't buy a gift, you put money in because they've the got wishing to, well. They've got to say, hey, we don't want gifts, we want yes. money. Yes. It's very mercenary, isn't it? It's, that's the wishing well. It's amazing though, because some people, I've heard couples come away and they've got a profit. They've, well, they've no, made money. No one's making no, money. Mate, people are spending up with 20 you, grand on winning If your days. mum or dad puts in their share, oh, you see. might cover your own costs. I mean, that's a, that's a boon. That's good. Well, I don't, know if, money. I don't know if Craig and Liv... From the wedding on the weekend, we'll be making any money. Oh, really, Ollie? I I forgot the wishing well. I forgot it. Hang on, but you gave a gift though, surely? Didn't give a gift either. You gave nothing. I gave nothing. 
What is that? That oh. is that is unheard of. Oh. So you, you didn't even pay your way. The idea of the wishing well is that you put in your money to cover the cost of all the piggish yes. food that you would have hoed down. Yes. All the drinks you would have consumed. Now, here's where I stand. Do I then go, I forgot to put the wishing well in, so I then deliver them a card of cash? <laughs> Or do bank I transfer. just forget it? No, bank do, transfer. I do, ba- do I Osco it to them? <laughs> yeah, in the description, Craig forgot gift. Oh, XO. That's a good option. I don't mind that. Oh, it's sad though, isn't what it? What do I do? So when you or, got there, you were just like, hang on, pockets, oh, no money. Forgot. No, because it was destination wedding, destination being middle of nowhere, oh. no ATMs in town, forgot to get cash. But your rich American boyfriend didn't have any? <laughs> didn't have any money? It's currently doesn't have a job. So. Unemployed. Unemployed. So, oh, but then I asked another person at the wedding, oh, Rennie, who rocked up in in a shirt and shorts that were both matching, looking like he was wearing his pajamas, which okay. is not cool wedding attire, with a pair of Nikes. What? And long socks. Like, who are you, Rennie? Anyway, I asked him. <laughs> That's a side note, yeah. <laughs> I asked him. No, uh, it's a, not a side note because okay. he, the, he then said, don't worry about it. Don't put in any, anything. He's like, you're fine. But his standards are so low <laughs> exactly. because of what he's wearing. You can't trust him. Okay, so here's the thing. One triple three five three. have you given a gift late? Like, what's the latest you've given a gift? Ooh, or yeah. what should I do in this situation? Like, if you've got some advice for me on what, what I should do in this situation, one triple three five three. Is it okay for Tom to not give a gift at all and just move on and say accidents happen? Yeah, maybe you haven't given a gift at a wedding. I'd love to hear from you. <laughs> I don't know if that's the funnest call to receive, but I hear what you're saying, Tom. You want yeah. some help, and maybe if you've uh, you know, given a gift very, very late, you know, yes. maybe it was a year or so down the track, and you thought, I better give a gift. Late gifts, one triple three five three. How late is too late to give a gift after the event? You're with Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. Toto's Africa, your chance to win a personally engraved key ring. In about 10 minutes' time, you're with Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. I need some advice. From you, I haven't given a gift at a wedding that I went to on the weekend. And um, I reckon I've ruined the wedding. Well, I'm worried about where I go here from here because there was a wishing well, which is where you give cash. And I didn't put in the wishing well. You've been a bad friend because, you know, you and Craig, you're reasonably good friends and, and live as well. So mm. you've, you've done a dodgy and I think it's going to hang over you for a while. So your question is, yeah, in terms of advice... How long is too long? Should mm. you give a gift? And if it's if it's been a while, can you still give it? Dave, uh, you gave a certain gift at the same time. I certainly did, yes. What was the gift? I gave the engagement gift yeah. and the wedding gift <laughs> three months after the wedding. Oh, no. Three months after, on. Dave. So you forgot? <laughs> no, I didn't, I didn't forget. I just, for the engagement present, I had no idea what to get. And so that sort of went by and then the wedding came up. And I was part of the groom, and I sort of never got around to getting the wedding present either. Oh, no. You were an integral part of the wedding. You were a part of the bridal party, and you didn't get a gift. No, is that bad? It is bad. Yeah, it's pretty bad. How long long between the engagement and the wedding as well, Dave? I thought my presence was my present. (laughs) Ah, good. How long between the the engagement and the wedding? Uh, About nine months, I guess. And was the gift that you gave, was it a combined gift with the combined value or was it two separate gifts with two separate cards? Oh, well, actually, I did give them an engagement card, so... (laughs) I'm going to cut you off there, Dave. Uh, Tom, Dave's no good for you. His advice is not going to help you because he's as bad as you. Yeah, right. We need people who have a good moral compass to go, 
You know what? What you did, Tom, was bad. You should have oh. you should have given a gift. Mm. Can you rectify it? How can you rectify it? One triple three five three. Come on, give us some advice here. How long is too long after the event to give the gift? Maybe you gave in a, a gift that was too long. What? Maybe you gave a gift that was a long time after. How long was it? One yeah. triple three five three triple yeah, M's. Tom and Ollie, we have questions. Yeah. Driving rain slash featuring Miles Kennedy and the conspirators on Triple M's. Tom and Ollie, we have questions. We'll play a cryptic music challenge very soon. Yes. But on one triple three five three, I need your advice. I need some help. I've forgotten to put in the wishing well at a wedding on the weekend. You know that the the bit if you don't have a gift, you put in cash. I just hmm. I forgot. No, it's a, it's a cock up, Tom. No doubt, and you can admit that. Yeah, I might have ruined the wedding. I was hanging out with a different friend of ours called mm-hmm. Jay over the weekend. Oh, and yeah. Jay is a very ethical man, and we yes. had a lot of ethical chats. And so this is funny that you asked this. Mm. I think for having spoken to Jay a lot over the weekend about ethics, mm. I think you owe it to to Craig and his mm. partner Liv yes. to give them the money that you would have given yes. if you had been honest and upfront. So do I just bank transfer? What do I do? Do I, I, I hand I deliver it... a card? Do I send it in the post? These are all things that I need help with. Colleen on one triple three five three. You had a mix up with your husband in terms of the gift giving. Yeah, I did. My husband was invited to a wedding. It was a, a, an acquaintance or a friend of his, obviously, and I didn't know them really well. And so I just presumed that he had bought them the present because I wouldn't have known what to get them and he had just passed on the invitation details to me and on the day of the wedding we're all dressed and ready to go and (laughs) and we're getting in the car and I'm like well where's the present there's no present and I'm like that's unheard of we can't go without a present I'm what did you do something it was we didn't go at all. I tucked a tantrum. I said, I'm what do you not mean? going. Oh. I, you didn't go to the wedding because you didn't have a gift. Double as sword as pain, right? They didn't get a present. They didn't get our attendance. They probably would have had to have paid for us. Um, well, it's an extreme so, reaction, Colin, but I think you, you proved your point to your partner, didn't you? Yeah, I did. I, did. I took my tantrum. Is he a bit of a... Why wouldn't he give a gift? Is he a madman? He doesn't care? No, he's just out there. It's a big space cadet, right? Space cadet, yeah. so, so what should I do, Colleen? What's what's your advice? Should I should I send I it later? Definitely send it, but anonymously. Anonymously? I that know. doesn't get me out of the thing, though. Well, does it does, it? though, because the whole thing's anonymous. So you can just send the cash. It's all about your conscience. Yeah. Craig's okay, not got enough. a ledger there where he's going, where's the money coming in? Ray, your parents did something with the gift giving. Yeah, um, they didn't give me a gift for my wedding. Then two years later, we're up there on holidays and yeah. I'm talking about my sister's wedding. And she goes, oh, what did we give you for your wedding? And I said, nothing. And she's like, <laughs> went blank. <laughs> and then like, a couple of months later, I had a check rocked up in the mail. Uh, oh, that's good. Just okay. f- forgetful, Ray. Yeah, very. So what? So you're saying that late money is fine and so Tom should be giving some late money? Oh, late money would be good. Yeah. want to be sizable, though, I think, to make up for it. Yeah, not 20 bucks, Tom. <laughs> yeah, okay. Can't well, just put enough. your petrol money in there. Yeah, okay. All right, last one. Uh, oh, actually, guess who's called up? Craig himself, the groom. Craig, hey, have you heard what Tom's just admitted on the radio? I didn't hear it, no. Well, I was listening to the football at home, so I've got nothing. Well, Tom, I what? mean, you're going to need to tell Craig what's happened here. You need to explain. I don't need to tell. Hey, Craig, beautiful wedding on the weekend, mate. <laughs> Thanks very much. It was great having you there, so, mate. Craig, um, Tom's done your massive disservice, and he's just been told uh, by our listeners uh, he should front up. But, Tom, admit to Craig what okay. happened. Okay, well, Craig, um, yeah, lovely wedding. Uh, thank you for the yeah, food. That. Thank you for the drinks. Yeah, I forgot I forgot to put in the wishing well. That's okay. 
So Craig, just, sorry, Craig, I, sorry, Craig. I he gave you no gift and he gave you no money. He gave I nothing. Forgot, I forgot to yeah, do but that. He had to make the effort to come down to all the way down the country, two hours away. Well, he did, he did say it was in the middle of nowhere, Craig. Well, I wouldn't say that beer goes in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> Good friend. Thanks, Craig. Wow. You're too nice, mate. I'll send you a check or something. Yeah, how much? 100 bucks or something? I don't know. Each. <laughs> You're at Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. Stick around. Ollie's crazy, carefully worded cryptic music challenge up next. Playing Rock's Greatest Hits here on Triple M with Tom and Ollie. April, Sun in Cuba, Dragon. Uh, in about 10 minutes' time, the definitive number one Australian biscuit. Mm. But Tom, right now, everyone's favourite music quiz, hit it. Ollie's crazy, carefully worded, cryptic music challenge. That's right. Every Monday, I uh, I hide two bands that we play on this station, two bands yeah. that come under the banner of Rock's Greatest Hits. I hide them cryptically in the English language, Tom. It's called a cryptic crossword. I know what it is. In some circles, in some older circles, often oh. old ladies, old men. But I do it in a fun way, Tom, as you know. And uh, if you can guess uh, the two bands I've hidden, you get yourself a key ring that Tom engraved himself. Yeah, I've put some time into it. Hey, I've actually got a, my own cryptic clue for tonight. Can I do that? Oh, well, I'm sorry. Normally you just uh, shit can this. So. How about this for a cryptic clue? The first half of the star of The Office doesn't act that you do in front of the queen with the middle of queen. What band is that? <laughs> So you're it's already, just one band. It's already a bad I'll clue. give you the clue again. No. The first half of the star of The Office doesn't act that you do in front of the Queen with the middle of Queen. Yeah, I know what the answer is. Yeah, what it's is a, it? It's a bad clue. The yep. an, you, you're going for David Bowie. Yes, brilliant. David Bowie, David Brent isn't the star of The Office. He's the main character. Star. Ricky Gervais character. is the star. Anyway, good try. Thanks. Here's the official clue for oh, the yeah. Monday okay. version of Ollie's crazy, carefully worded cryptic music challenge. Young horses and a cute little dog. So there's two bands there that give I've us, hidden away. Give us that again. Young Horses and a Cute Little Dog. What two Triple M bands are they? I'll give you a, a, an extra clue. They're um, actually one old band and one current band. Love it. Young Horses and a Cute Little Dog. Give us a message on Facebook. Head mm-hmm. to Tom and Ollie. Don't call up. Please don't call. Uh, head to Facebook. <laughs> Tom and Ollie. Give yeah. us a message with uh, your answer and your phone number. That'd be great. Brilliant. Get involved. Tom and Ollie on Triple M. Tom and Dolly are the last two gentlemen of radio. You could imagine me on the dating scene as no, you can't. it would be pretty incredible stuff. I mean, it would just be happy to everyone would be happy. You yeah. wouldn't even pay. That's that's true. I, I wouldn't pay. <laughs> Triple M. Tom, we're playing uh, everyone's favourite musical challenge. Ollie's crazy, carefully worded cryptic music challenge. Uh, kind of. Uh, now, how it works is I give a clue, a cryptic clue, uh, and I've hidden two Triple M bands, two bands that we play in this clue. Apparently pretty hard, because uh, not a heap of answers, well, cor- not a heap of correct answers coming in, I'll say. Um, here's the clue again. Any answers coming in? Doesn't matter. Um, two, two bands are hidden here. Yeah. Young Horses and a Cute Little Movie Dog. <laughs> okay, so Young Horses and a Cute Little Movie Dog. What two bands are they? There's an older band. And One triple three five three. Just give us a call. Just call us. <laughs> Come on. We're not dragging this out on the bloody socials forever. What was? What was? Um, do you want to have a go at mine? Because you had a go before with your own clue. Do you want to have a like? Do a full like hot seat millionaire style. Talk it out in your head. Mm. Young horses. What are you thinking? I know the answers. You know the answers because yeah. you heard me say them. Yeah. Cheater. <laughs> You're cheating, Tom. Uh, well, tell, <coughs> tell them the prize then. The pri- <laughs> are you padding? 
waiting for calls because the uh, the prize, Ollie. Literally. Oh, no, we're about to run out of music. Listen to this. Oh, what a shame. I don't have any more Well, we're still here. Uh, the prize is uh, a key ring. Uh, Tom and Ollie, engraved key ring, engraved by Tom Bainbridge, uh, which might add value or lessen the value depending on whether you like him. If you're Jason Varley. Jake on 13353. Welcome to the show. Hey, how's it going? You, know, you reckon you know the answer to this cryptic challenge? I think I might. It was right. a tough one, Jake. What do you think the first half of the clue was, young horses? Uh, might be foals. My man. the worst segment on radio. Well done, Jake. And to finish it off like the true champ that you are, the second half of the clue and a cute little movie dog. What would that be? Might be Toto. Yes. Don't hold the line at all, Jake. Get off the line right now. We'll send you your key ring. No, we'll, don't, don't leave. We'll get your details. Get so on you, Jake. One ring. of the great segments. One of the great segments. You're a big fan, aren't you, Jake? <laughs> Yeah, massive. There you go. Yeah, there you go. good answer. Well done, mate. Up next, the definitive Australian biscuit. It's Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. I think we might cut that next time. Never. Bon Jovi's Bad Medicine playing Rock's Greatest Hits here on Triple M with Tom and Ollie. I'm sorry I said that so quickly. You just have to listen attentively. That's what this show's all about. After 8 o'clock, we want to ask the question, what saved your life? Tom, Australians have gone nuts on Twitter today over what, what I would say is an inane topic, a stupid topic. Okay. People have bought into the fact that the NT News, the Northern Territory News, which obviously is a newspaper. or I don't Oh, know, they I always have those wild uh, front covers. Yes, they do. go viral. Lots of crocodiles on the lots cover. Lots of puns, lots of funny front covers. They've done a list. They've posted a list on Twitter, mm-hmm. top 10 style, and people predictably have gone... Up, up in arms and gotten in rage about it. Okay. The list is mm. the top 10 definitive biscuit list, best biscuits in Australia. Brilliant. So... What is number one? Well, well, I can tell you what you number know what? one is. No, no, again, again, give me, give me the stuff from 10. It's a list from 10. 10. But from 10. I wasn't even going to read the biscuits out. My, Why? Well, well, my... Mate, I need to know what these biscuits are. No, but my point is that I cannot believe, like, just posting a list of biscuits is so, like... What are you talking about? Of course people are going to get angry about it. I mean... No, but what... But well, there's no one answer for this. Yes, there is. We need to know the definitive number one biscuit in Australia. What's number 10, please? Well, number 10 is a salada. Oh, uh, yeah. Which is a basic biscuit, no, isn't okay. it? Yeah. Square, square, savoury. That's good. That should be a number 10. Yep. What's number nine? Then it gets into the sweet stuff. So number nine... Sweet. Hang on. Whoa. What Scotch... do you mean it gets in the sweets? Scotch finger, number nine. Kingston, number Hang eight. Hang on. No. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What? What? Just chill for a second. Hang oh. on. So you're telling me that they've put salty and sweet in the same list? They have, yeah. This That's a, why it's stupid as this well. This is a travesty. Exactly, you agree. It's there it should be two separate lists. Why didn't they do that? Why didn't they have but, two separate sorry, lists? But as one user wrote, this yeah. is a deliberate provocation designed to incite division. Oh, so, so who is that are, flog? Unsubscribe, was, mate, from NT News if, that's what you, if you're going to provide that type of feedback. Yeah, but it is. Why would you make To a, the greatest. <laughs> why would you make a list of the best biscuits? No one's going to agree. Okay, here we go. No, so number they, s- they will agree. Number seven, teddy bear. Sure. But hang on, they're on the sweets now. I've, I'm going down the salty line. Well, and then they're going down the scotch fingers and teddy bear line. Look, there's two different number one biscuits there. Yeah, there's I, the number one salty biscuit, number one sweet biscuit. I'm inclined. We to should look- do sweets tonight. 
We should do sweet biscuits. Uh, you know what? what? One triple three no, five there's... three. Shush, Ali. What's the best sweet biscuit? No, the whole point of yes. I'm, I'm bringing this to you is to yes. say how dumb is it to make a list it's of biscuits? Not dumb. It's not dumb at all. What's the be- what's the best sweet biscuit? One triple three five three. Give us a call right now. So you're cutting out the savoury and just going for the best sweet. Tom- biscuit. We'll do savoury tomorrow night. <laughs> oh, <laughs> hey, who cares? No, do you mean who cares? One triple three five three. If you've got some time and appreciate your vote. On what is Australia's best sweet biscuit? Are you gonna obviously you... Tim Can- Tim Tam's gonna win? Tim Tam's number one. Or Kensington's? Well, you is it Kensington. You'll be intrigued to know in this list, Tom, that Tim Tam's do not top the sweet and savoury list of the NT News. Oh my god! In fact, you might be very surprised at number one. It's uh, well, no, don't don't don't, no. don't tell us number one. Have you? Have, what have you? What have we done? Ten to through we're, the number six. I got to was the shortbread. I haven't said five to one. Well, don't say five. What, you know what? Five we'll... Delta cream. Short <gasps> Delta cream. What's the Delta cream? Shush, Ollie. Okay. Okay. I okay. want to know what Australia thinks. One triple three five three. What is the best sweet biscuit? That's what I want to know. We'll go through number five up next. Okay. We'll find out what what that's about. Number up next. one as well, obviously. Well, yeah, we'll do number one up next as well. But I want to know what number five <laughs> through one is. I mean, this list is definitive. One triple three five three. What is Australia's best sweet biscuit? It's the Zeps. Whole lot of love. Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions after eight o'clock. I want to ask you the question: What saved your life? It's a very important. Uh, topic right now though because I want to know what is Australia's best biscuit. Well, Australia's Tom, best biscuit. Are you bra- you're bagging some list. Well, I was just filling you NT in. News well, coming. the NT News have tweeted a list of the definitive list of Australian biscuits. Yep. And I personally think such a list is a, is definitely just a provocation, is a, a way of getting people <laughs> up in arms. No, it's important. Well, you've been getting emotional about it. Before you were listing off your, you, you want to start a list of your favourite sweet biscuits. And you started getting emotional. You made a mistake. Said this. No, you said That's this. That's not me. Or oh, Kensington's. Well, you. Is it Kensington? No, it's not Kensington. I'm sorry. I meant Kingston. You meant Kingston, and that's part of your sweet list. But I, I have been. I've gone halfway through the NT list here yeah. of Australia's top ten biscuits. And yeah. Tom, before you cut me off. Um, but uh, oh well, just before you go on one triple three five three. If you do want to uh, have your say on Australia's best biscuit, get involved in the phone. So far, I've said the top uh, five to tens. So things like saladas, Scotch fingers, Kingston's Tom. By the way, that's ridiculous. Combining salty and sweet. We're just yeah. doing sweet biscuits tonight. We'll do uh, salty tomorrow night. Well, on Twitter, people like D Choff have said this is why you can never be a state, Northern Territory. <laughs> okay. uh, Darren says salada is not a biscuit. Sub it in for milk arrowroot. Also, no one actually plans to eat saladas. It just happens when you're bored and swing in the cupboard doors. <laughs> so people are getting up in arms. Uh, you, you, David said you can stick your... Oh, I won't say that one. That's, the, that's number one. <laughs> um, but uh, Tom, do you want to hear what's in the rest of the list? Okay, give me number five now. Uh, it gets down to... I've said Delta Cream, Tom, so I'll give oh, you okay. four. Give me four. Malto Milk is number four in the Don't list. Don't know what that is. Stop now. <laughs> Jackson on one triple three five three. What is Australia's best biscuit? Oh, it's got to be the wagon wheel. Wagon wheel. Nah, too sweet. Oh, what? They're pretty nice. They're a luxury biscuit as well, though, aren't they, Jackson? You buy two of them at once. Yeah, 100%. And they're big enough, so they're pretty filling as well. Yeah. So you're telling me that a wagon wheel beats a Tim Tam? 100%. You can only have max three Tim Tams, and then you just start feeling sick. Yeah, Jackson, I'm inclined to agree with, oh, with, uh, with you. OMG, boys. Well, wagon wheels are great. Um, Larry, you're seven years old. What is your favourite Australian biscuit? Sweet biscuit, Tom. Uh, the Red Man. Gingerbread man. Now, do you buy those at the shop, Larry, or are they homemade? I buy them at the shop. Do you? Mm. I do. You know what? I have to agree with you, Larry. I like a gingerbread because it's not too sweet. Yeah. It's not too sweet. Larry, not many seven-year-olds called Larry, are there? 
No. No? Is it just you and your school? What? Yeah, just me and my school. Yeah, good on your Larry. Yeah, on your Larry. Love your work. Uh, Rob on one triple three five three. What is the definitive best biscuit in Australia? Sweet version. The nice. The nice oh. is the best biscuit. The what? In Australia. The nice. The nice. N i c e. The nice. Yeah. Okay. Yep, I like it. They're like a um. They're like a normal like milk arrow root, but they've got uh, sugar on the top, right? Okay. That's the one. Okay. Well, like Tom, it. to incentivize you to get through this list, actually, that I've got for yeah. you, because you keep stopping me. Well, just give me number three. I've got number one here for you to, to eat. <laughs> so, does that excite you? Do you want to sort of race yeah. through to get to number one? Because number three, I haven't got to yeah. three yet. What's three? Three is the Tim Tam. In the Northern hang Territory on, hang list, on, hang on, hang on, they've hang on. listed Tim Tam Original as number three. Again, behind behind no. your Molto Milks, behind your teddy bears and no. all that. Number two, Tom? Uh, no, not yet. Blake on one triple three five three. What is Australia's best biscuit? Best biscuit in Australia is for sure an Anzac biscuit. An Anzac biscuit? Oh. But, I can't believe no one did it yet. Blake, homemade Anzac biscuits, pretty damn good. Uh, do you like them chewy or crunchy, Blake? Because there's two different ways you can have them. Honestly, anyway. Anyway. Chewy's best. Chewy's best. Chewy's best, for sure. Yeah, yeah 100%. Tom, number two. Do you want to hear number two? All right, give me number two. Triple wafer. <laughs> what is that? Okay. You know what? See, Northern Territory, <laughs> this is why they're copping heat on Twitter. You Everyone's going, you guys suck, because their, their list is stupid. You know what, Ollie? I want to hear number one after the ad break. Yeah, right? well, guess what? There's yeah. one and there's one A. So you're going to oh. hear two. Okay. Tom and Ollie on Triple M. One, two, three, four. It's time for Tom and Ollie on Triple M. Oh, welcome to your Monday night. Uh, Ollie, you checked out my Instagram story yet? No, I have not yet, Tom. Been <laughs> too busy doing the show. And oh, we've yeah. been talking about biscuits after the Northern Territory News, famous for doing fairly cheeky publications in their paper. Mm. They've made a Twitter top 10 definitive list of Aussie biscuits, yep. the best biscuits. Which, and it's very controversial. It's Tim, annoying. There's no, there's sweet and salty being combined. Yep, You've already yep. whipped past Tim Tam. You've yep. whipped past Salada, which I don't even know how that made the list. Well, so Tim Tam was number three. Number two, Triple Wafer. No, now what you've been hanging Triple out. Wafer. You've been hanging out for number one Mate, because I have been hanging out. Told you, Tom. I've brought. Uh, I went and bought a box of number one. Yeah. And so you'd be excited for that. Yeah. But before this is where Northern Territory News are, I think, trolling oh. because they've got uh, not just a number one. They've got a one A. Oh, <laughs> just cheeky. Shut up, NT I've, News. And I've never heard of it. It's what called, do you mean you've never heard of it? One A is chicken in a biscuit. Love chicken in a biscuit. You know what that is? I love chicken in a biscuit. I've, I've never heard of chicken in a biscuit. Apparently, chicken in a biscuit is brilliant. Is he a producer of ours? Is he? You love chicken in a biscuit? It is like up there with yeah. favorite biscuit. Yeah. Amazing. What if I what if I said to you that was number one? Would you be happy with that? Yeah, for for savory. No, I can't go past the pizza shape. No. So, well, so there is no shapes on this list. There's, there's, no, there's no shapes, shapes on the list. Shut so up, NT News. Here is number one, and I know I've bought your packet oh. because you'd be pumped for it. Yes. But the NT News number one, yes. definitive best biscuit of Australia, yes. is the Jats. Oh. No. No. So don't play that. No. <laughs> Treat yourself to a packet of Jats, Tom. Here you go. Oh, God. Um, I'll, I'll have them. As someone said in the list. Jats are just a vehicle for cheese. <laughs> no one's going, get me a Jats. I want to munch down on a Jats. But if you said Australia's best biscuit that can also put cheese on it, you'd go Jats. Would you? Yeah. You happy with that? Yeah. Always love a Jats cracker. I actually <laughs> bought for myself what I thought was a great biscuit. Yeah. Not in the list. Cookers, country cookies. 
<laughs> with jam in the middle. So I'm going to treat myself to one of these. Up next, what saved your life with Triple M's Tom and Ollie? We have questions. Good biscuits. Good bickies. Mm. Almost with you, the church. Triple M's Tom and Ollie playing Rock's Greatest. This hits asking a whole bunch of questions. Rock's Greatest what? I'm just, I've, there's a lot of biscuit in my mouth. Yeah, you are. announced the Jats apparently is the number one biscuit in Australia. Ridiculous. Yep, Twitter's going to be re-sent into a firestorm after yeah. I re-read out their story. But it's a it's a list. It's whatever. Problem with the Jats is lots of teeth. Lots of teeth. Lots of bits in teeth. Yeah. Right. How about this for a story, Ollie? I've read it today. Uh, actually, I'll, I'll just say. Sorry, you read, ma- you, you read a full article? Because <laughs> normally you read a headline. Um. Man and dog trapped in snow, right? And, a, and an object that's only centimetres long saved their life. Now, I'm going to read this story to you. I saw some news uh, agents report this today by saying that this man's life was saved by this thing. Okay? okay. Now, I'm going to read the story and you make your own mind up. This is from the BBC, by the way. Ah, well, they're usually pretty reputable. Yeah. <laughs> the British Broadcasting Company. You see the headline, you're like, that's a delicious story. I want to sink my teeth into it. But then you get into the crux of it. Not much there. Okay, I'll read it to you. Jeremy Taylor, 36, and his dog, Ali, left to buy petrol on Sunday and didn't come home. Right. On Wednesday, a missing persons report was issued. Where, Miss- was, where was this? Ah, uh, US somewhere. He was discovered on Friday and told police that his car was stuck in snow. Okay, so guy and his dog stuck in snow. Yeah. For They went out on Sunday. Five Discovered days. on Friday. Five, Five days. days. Yeah. Big, big thing. Police said he and Ali were in good condition, but hungry. <laughs> very, Obviously. Very okay? hungry. Uh, he tried walking home, but the deep snow was too difficult, so he went back to his car. Here's the thing. Here's what, here's what the news outlets are grabbing onto. This is the uh, quote from the police statement. Jeremy stayed warm over the next four days by periodically starting his vehicle and used a few taco sauce packets he had as food. Now, some news reports <laughs> are saying that the taco packets saved his life. Now, here's what I'm saying. Right. The taco packets <laughs> did sweet FA. Right. The yeah. car being started and keeping him warm is what saved his life. Well, was the small thing that saved his life that was like four centimetres long, was that the car key? More so. Because <laughs> that would be more accurate, <laughs> yeah, wouldn't good. it? Jeremy ate three packs of fire, fire sauce from Taco Bell. He kept said... Kept him warm. This is what he said. He said it saves lives. No, <laughs> it doesn't, Jeremy. The car you're in and that you started and put the heater on, that saved your life. Isn't it a fact that you can survive for like two weeks without food? You can survive for ages without food. You don't, The taco sauce ain't doing squat. But it, what if it's a good ad? What if he's been paid well, to, go, here's the thing. to go and promote taco sauce? Taco Bell said it was glad Mr. Taylor and Ali were well and that they were, in quote, working to get in touch with Jeremy to get him some well-deserved tacos and a care package. And Wank! And we're rushing to give it to the Defence Force to distribute <laughs> to any any countries that are in need of food. They'll be getting a mild to spicy sauce. <laughs> Grab a fire sauce on your way out. It'll, it'll leave you feeling full for days. Here's what if I want. a little... You know, at the back end, too much going on. Oh my god! Uh, stuck in a car. One triple three five three. Okay, maybe that the source didn't save your life, but I want to know what did save your life. Um, remember that story from Greg? I'll I'll spark your memory. A ten-year-old girl saved my life. Oh, okay, okay. I was a baby at the time. Yeah. Her uh, younger brother, uh, he could hear me crying. He uh, grabbed uh, some green liquid from underneath the sink, poured it down my throat, <gasps> thinking it was uh, cordial. Oh, no. So you drank detergent? Uh, it was actually caustic soda. <gasps> and, then, and so what did the 10-year-old girl do? 
she walked past the room, she seen that I wasn't breathing. I was actually blue. And um, she ripped me out of the cot and screamed out to her mum because I was at a babysitter's house. Right. And uh, she knew basic CPR and she started um, giving me CPR. A 10-year-old girl? Uh, yeah, yeah. She was a swimmer at the local swimming club. Oh. <laughs> Maybe it wasn't taco sauce, but what saved your life? One triple three five three. Jump on that phone. Give us a buzz. What saved your life? This is High Hopes, Panic at the Disco. You're on Triple M with Tom and Ollie. Where are those boys that have questions? Panic at the Disco, High Hopes, Triple M's Tom and Ollie. We have questions. One triple three five three. Give us a call. I want to know what saved your life. If, if you give us a call, I have a Charles and Lee skincare set up for grabs for those most shocking stories about the thing that saved your life. One triple three five three. It's a funny sort of um, juxtaposition, isn't it, Tom, of yep. giving away skincare <laughs> products for a story about your life being saved. I mean, you would assume a fairly epic story. Having your life saved, wouldn't you? Yeah, but this is epic skincare. It's Charles and Lee skincare. Australian made natural skincare for the modern man, now available in my one triple three five three. Jump on that phone, what's over your life with Tom and Ollie? Can't get no satisfaction. The Rolling Stones, Triple M, Tom and Ollie playing Rock's greatest hits mm-hmm. uh, in about 10 minutes' time. Who got too competitive? But on one triple three five three, I want to know what saved your life. What saved your life? Uh, a man and a dog in the US. Apparently, incredible story, Tom. I mean, it's, it's it's profound that this man was stuck in the snow for five days, and apparently his life was saved by taco sauce packets, just like a like a hot sauce packet from. I'm taco saying it's Bell. like a salsa, Tom. No, it's well, it is. It's like a salsa. It's not. What are you What are you calling it? It's a hot sauce. Yeah, that's a salsa. No, a salsa and a hot sauce are two different things. Let's not get into it. One triple three five three. What saved your life? Um, remember when Harry? We had Harry on the show. Harry's shorts saved his life. Um, so I was just ripping down a bit of timber, and um, and if you twist the saw a little bit, the blade can jam. And uh, what kind of saw was it? Like uh, a hand circular saw? saw. Nah, circular saw. Circular okay. saw. Wow. Okay. So yeah, powerful. And uh, yeah, it kind of kicked back on me, and um, yeah, it got me, and uh, so it tore through my shorts, and I don't know, the shorts saved it, and. I only got a little nick in my leg. Love those Saint shorts. Yeah. Wow. The bloody brilliant. Wow, those shorts. Wow, those shorts. Les on one triple three five three. You and your son were saved by something. Yeah, we were swimming down at Tarul, and um, just because today it was just fun, and uh, yeah, a rip just grabbed us and took me and my son and, and a friend and sucked us out. Oh my god. And I had a fear of, of drowning for the horrible taste of the water and the. You had the stigma that comes with it, yeah. but it was very, it was very calming. I, I was surprised, and I, I actually just went down for the third time, and I was under the water, and out of nowhere, someone's grabbed me by the hair and pulled me out and, and stuck me in one of those rubber things, and I just kept saying, "My son, my son." And he said, "No, he, he's fine, mate. He's over there swimming." Oh wow, yeah. Les! Oh my god! So, but, so you were saying that you felt a calming experience as you oh. were submitting to to the drowning? Yeah, yeah. It was it was it was amazing. It was just like, wow. This ain't so bad after all. Do you, do you think you were, yeah. di- were you dying? Oh, mate, I would have for sure. I can't swim for shit. Mm. So. Wow. <laughs> I mean, you should have just listened to the fray, shouldn't you? you began to <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, classic. Yeah, here it comes. Also, listen to the lifeguards. The lifeguards. Swim between the flags. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't actually say the words until now, does it? <laughs> that's, a, that's a real shame. But wait for it. Brilliant. Hey. Tom and Ollie on Triple M. ACDC's Who Made Who on Triple M with Tom and Ollie. We have questions. A truth bomb will be dumped on the nation after 9 o'clock that will change this show forever. 
Um, this is, uh, I think, a classic scenario, Tom, that people have experienced uh, across the nation. Mm. People getting too competitive when it comes to oh, friendly yeah. games. Oh, yeah. You know, it could be social sport where you get too competitive. I play netball. I get competitive sometimes, but I'm pretty, I'm pretty calm. How about that time at the party with, uh, with two of our good mates having a little play wrestle? All of a sudden got very violent and one ended up in the hospital with a broken arm. Oh, that was bad. Mm. See, people get too competitive. Too so, competitive. Uh, the question is, who got too competitive over the weekend, Tom? One triple three five three. Get involved. Great. It was my girlfriend, Sarah. And you're probably going, what, Sarah? She wouldn't do that. She's so lovely. <laughs> She's she, not feisty at all. She is openly very competitive. Mm. And before we started this game on the weekend, it was a Saturday night, six of us, like three couples. Um, Hang on, before you go on, didn't you get too competitive with your girlfriend and break her arm during a game of netball <laughs> after well, you'd broken up? So first you broke well, her heart, then you broke her arm. I deny that. <laughs> she broke her arm, but th- she fell on her own arm. Oh. <laughs> well, anyway, look, we're not here to discuss my, my previous ills. <laughs> But the point is, we're playing a game on this weekend, Tom, yep, yep. and it derailed Saturday night. Oh, no. So it's, it's a game called the name game. Yep. Uh, how it works is in two teams, you have a, everyone writes down like 10 or 20 names they can think of. It can be famous people, can be someone you know. As long as the group knows it or someone in the group knows the name, it's quite a good game. If you want to hang out with your friends, play this game. It's good. <laughs> the name game. Got, I endorse it. Got bars and pubs to be at. At the start, though, <laughs> at the start, before we started, Sarah apparently said, I'm very competitive. Oh, now, that... she claims that that absolves her no. of, of getting competitive. No it's way. like, well, if you know you're competitive, yeah. tone it down. What happened was, so in the game, you get a minute to basically explain the names that you're reading out. So you pull out a name, it says John Howard, you go, ex-Prime Minister, big eyebrows. John right? Howard. Brilliant. You'd, you'd get a point. Right. So you, you then get that name, you keep going. You get a minute, and what was happening was... There was a timer we had that would stop everyone uh, when the minute was up. Okay. Simple as that. You would think that's fairly straightforward. Hard to argue with. What Sarah began doing and what I think others began to do after Sarah was they would look at the phone and once they saw the zero pop up, they'd go, oh, you're done and you're done. And then the the sound would would suddenly play as well. Very minor. Very minor thing. But the difference was that Sarah was maybe capitalizing on half a second. (laughs) Jay, oh Jay's on the other team. Jay gets very upset. He's going, well, not very upset, but he goes, he notices. He goes, hey, you, you know, you keep jumping in before the before the buzzer. Totally. Let the buzzer play out. Yeah. Then Jay starts doing it back to us. And <laughs> start, Jay starts going, oh, 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 stop, 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 stop. From there, Tom, obviously things descend. And yes. the game goes from being a fun game to yeah. being war- warlike. <laughs> um, you know, you've got two warring teams trying to win. And essentially it got to the point where... Look, me and Sarah are on the same team with this other girl and we won. But you're counting up the names at the end of the game, right? And it's gotten a bit tense. <laughs> the final count, hey, what did you guys get? We got 25. What did you guys get? We got 45. <gasps> right? I mean, it doesn't matter. I mean, we, yeah, we, we were better. <laughs> it doesn't matter. But the point was, it's like, oh, well, you guys won. Yeah, well, good, good. Oh, that's a... That's 12, 12.30 not... at night. Sort of like, all right. Might go to bed. Oh. <laughs> Vibe ruined. And look, it happens. <laughs> and Sarah's excuse was, I warned everyone that I'm competitive. No, I, I warned it. She said, I want, it's like, I kept no. saying to her, Sarah, you need to shut up. You just need to shut up. Just so you know, I'm really competitive, but I'm also the thimble. It's like, oh, don't just, come on. You can't just. <laughs> Is that a Monopoly and reference? And then when you, yes, it's a Monopoly reference. When yeah. somebody wants the thimble and then everyone's like, well, no, I wanted the thimble. You can't just bag yeah. the thimble. Well, and then there's a Monopoly's whole Monopoly is an amazing example. Oh. I'm sure there are many stories out there. So one triple three five three. I mean, is it Monopoly? Is it social sport? What game got too competitive? Who got too competitive? Who ruined it? One triple three five three.
podcast, Tongue Twister, Credence Clearwater Revival. On Triple M with Tom and Ollie. Uh, Naughty After Nine continues after nine. On one triple three five three, Tom, we're asking who is too competitive? Do you know someone who gets too competitive when it comes to, I guess, any sport or game that yeah. isn't that serious? I'm not a competitive guy. Well, Tom, you are. I think you are. No, you, no. you say you're not competitive, but there I is am actually... Not, Ollie, I am not competitive. You no. know what? I'm the least competitive. <laughs> Show me someone who is less competitive than me. Go well, there, on, well, there you go. It. Competing again, Tom. See, so you've undone yourself, you clever fool. Now, here's an example of you. I think it was only last week. Oh. Literally losing your SHIT in mm. a game we call How Triple M Are You. Oh, where it's you get a, some music. Yeah. The music challenge, and you have to verse uh, a listener. Mm. And... You, you claim to be not competitive. Listen to you as you lose your, your nut. Ah. I hate you. Oh, dear. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh. Oh, you dare blame that on me. Don't want to miss a thing. Aerosmith. Oh, I'm, fr- no, I'm afraid you... No, that's it. <laughs> I'm afraid... No, I'll... don't do that. Make it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Is it the Lemonheads, this version? Yes! Oh. Yes! No one makes those noises who isn't competitive. When you hear that, what do you think about yourself? I think, wow, that guy loves his job. He's a flog. No, he loves his job. You love your job, is it? I I love my job. I'm performing. Yeah, that's all performance. Do you know what? See, people, people think that this is all real. You know, what you, I'm saying now is real. No. Everything's just real. Man, you just get on the radio. No, no, no. All that was planned. I you, planned those reactions. You are such a con. When it comes to competitiveness, you oh. are uh, two-faced. You know why? why? Because you claim to not be competitive mm-hmm. and you hate... I'm com- not com- you, well, I'm not competitive. You hate to compete with me particularly. With me, you hate to compete and yet you're competitive. I, For a long I, time there, no. let's be honest, there was only two sports that yeah. you were better than me at. Yeah. What were they? Lawn bowls. Yep. Is that a sport? I don't even know. Surfing. Definitely. <laughs> That's better unproven. At surfing, no surfing one's ever you. seen you surf. Oh, that's not no true. No one's ever seen you surf. Yes, they have. No, the other one was similar to surfing. Obviously, you had some time in the water as yes. a kid. Swimming. Swimming. Yes. You were uh, for quite a while better yes. at me at lawn bowls. Yeah. Is it a sport? I don't know. It better is. than me at swimming. Yeah. But then I trained for a triathlon and I got faster at, you <laughs> at swimming. So, you know, you say you're not competitive. I what don't. you're left with is a lawn bowls trophy. <laughs> oh, sorry. Have you got one of those? Or would just word of mouth. I'm. I do more work than you. I oh, do. Yeah. Press buttons. Yep. Tom and Ollie on Triple M.